Hey, babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, a recent college graduate who is just trying to figure her shit out. In the Bottled Blonde podcast, we are talking lots of booze with a new drinking word every week, dishing on our latest dating adventures, diving into work hacks, and the best hashtag self-care tips around. This is a place for all babes to come and chat about the millennial four pillars, booze, boys, business, and beauty. Come with a glass of champs and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a happy hour with your blonde digital BFF. Let's celebrate not having it all together, but having a good fucking time while we're at it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts every Thursday. Cheers. Hello, TBB babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the blog, ChristinaMcGinnis.com, and the podcast, The Bottled Blonde, which you are currently turning into. Hey, what's up? Hello. How are you? Hopefully you are having a fantastic week. I am currently on a little date night by myself. I have not done one of these in ever. And normally when I feel kind of like stressed out, like I don't feel good, like things are just feel like they're not going my way. The thing that I always resort back to is then like taking more me time, which sounds so cliche, but I swear to God, taking yourself on a walk, making sure you're working out. And tonight I was like, it is date night. So I straight up put on like some comfy clothes, like just got really snuggly face mask, the whole bit turned on some dynasty because Fallon just brings me like a weird sense of joy. Fallon fucks it up. Like if I could be Fallon from Dynasty in another life, that would be who I would want to be. Like, that's it. Me as Fallon, we're good to go. Turned on some Dynasty, put all of my food. And most of the time I get food. Right now I've been obsessed with freaking Bristol Farms. If you guys are in LA, California, Bristol Farms, hit it up. The food is exquisite, like way better than Trader Joe's. And I'm like a Trader Joe's girl through and through. So got some Bristol Farms. We Honestly, I've been getting everything pre-packaged, like, you know, from their fresh food area, but I'm not making anything. I just lately, like, do not have the time. And I put it all in actual bowls. Most of the time when I get stuff to go, like whether it's Uber Eats or at the store or whatever, I took everything out of the containers, felt real awesome and bougie bouge, put it in my glass bowls and just having a date night. We did some marinated mushrooms, made a little summer salad with some, gosh, cucumber, onion, watermelon, did a little salad action, made myself a damn mocktail. Your girl wanted some vodka today, but she didn't do it because I'm trying to wait to drink until it's like the weekend weekend, like Friday, Saturday moment. But if you guys are, you know, feeling like a little low or like a little off, walk, work out, date night, little self-care action. And then this weekend, I'm having a full digital detox, like probably Saturday and Sunday. I'm just going to delete the Instagram app and like all my apps and still keep it to like take pictures and stuff, but just be off my phone. Like not available for people to text. Like it's just not a thing. I'm not into it. I just need like a good detox moment. And I like if you guys are in the same page, I feel like this month has been buck wild crazy and it is literally like only 10 days in. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening? What is going on? 
But let's get into this week's episode. If you guys have any other fun little like self-care tips, holla. Like, or if you guys do things that you feel like is super effective, we'd love to share it with the TBB community. It'd be freaking awesome. So let's tune in to this week's special guest. You guys are going to love it. Today, we have such a special guest. I cannot wait for you guys to hear from her. She is a freaking author, biohacker, wellness entrepreneur. She's a vegan, and she has the podcast Superhumanized Accelerated Evolution. This girl just has got it all going on. When I was listening to her, I was like, please tell me more. Just like write a book so I can straight up read the book and live the book. Like everything that she does with her life. I aspire to do with mine. I'm like, God, she's working out like four times a day. Like, I mean, she is just, if you want to like kickstart all your health and wellness journey, this is a freaking girl to do it. She is just all about personal development, business, biohacking, science, and spirituality. And she really wants everyone to live their best life ever. This is so many good tips and tricks. I went and listened through this entire episode and we're going to have to make a guide for you guys because it was just A1. So freaking amazing. And today's drinking word is going to be biohacking. You guys are going to be drunk by the end of this. Hello, TVB babes, and happy Thursday. Today, we are diving into so much that we have not covered on the TVB podcast. I'm so excited. Today, we have Ariana, who is going to teach us about being a vegan biohacker and what the hell that actually means. And I am so excited. We're going to talk all things PETA. This is just going to be a phenomenal episode. Ariana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became you know, into the biohacker space? Absolutely. First of all, thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm thrilled to be part of your podcast. It's wonderful to be with you and with your audience. So I've had a little bit of an unusual upbringing. I was born in Germany. My dad was in the diplomatic service. So when I was eight weeks old, we moved to West Africa, Sierra Leone. Then every three to four years to another country, from Africa to India, then to Spain, back to Germany, United States. I'm what I like to call, I'm an international mutt. So I was, <laughs> yeah, and I was just exposed to a lot of different ways of life, cultures, food, nutrition, life philosophies from very, very early on. And I've always been passionate about finding out the best way to live. That's just something I've always wanted to learn from people and about, I knew moved to Los Angeles from London 16 years ago, and I immediately became really immersed in the health and wellness scene here. And as many of you may know, this is just a vortex of everything from fitness to nutrition to self-optimization. And I got exposed to the biohacking scene as well. And for those who may not be acquainted with what that means, it's a movement that started in the US, and it's all about optimizing the human experience, not just physically, but also mentally mentally, your brain, and spiritually. And it's basically a really fancy, cool new word for some things that have been going on also for thousands of years. Now, the gamut of biohacking runs from anything 
old techniques like yoga, uh, breath work, meditation, cold therapy to cutting edge technologies, anything from supplements to transcranial brain stimulation, stem cells, all kinds of things like I have an infrared sauna at home. So even to this is not my gig, but you could inject your eyes with substances so you can see in the dark. So there's all kinds of fascinating and even crazy. I have no idea. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. So that's where I myself pull the stops. It's like, yeah, you're like mm, no, no injecting the eyes. We're going to pass on that one. <laughs> just give kind of a scope of everything that's, you know, kind of in the realm of biohacking. And I personally have set myself the goal. I want to live to 120 years plus, but I don't only want to get old. I really want to have a great quality of life. And so today we're living in a time where we have access to this thousands of years old treasure trove of systems like the traditional Chinese medicine, herb formulas, and to really this cutting edge technology where you can basically lengthen your telomeres, which are the strands that wrap around your DNA and keep them from fraying and mutating. So we are live in the best of times and have access to the best of technologies and wisdom to really live our life to the fullest, longest, and best. So when did you personally start about biohacking and what results have you seen? So I have been biohacking probably for most part of my adult life, just because I've been immersed in things like yoga, breath work, and other things like that for a long, long time. But I have been working in health and wellness and also working in the biohacking field officially probably since about 12, 13 years when I really started to delve in, research, travel around the world, speak to experts. I also own with my husband a supplements company. So I always want to know what's the best and quickest you know, way to turn your life around. And I have noticed a lot of amazing things. I mean, for example, your skin, you will see things change around first. So ever since I've started, for example, using modalities such as red light therapy and also high dosing vitamin C, collagen turnover has just been crazy and it's been really beneficial. I've been able to get rid of long-term little ailments like a lot of women might be acquainted with that from you know constant UTI infections to also acne. You know, my skin is better than has ever been. And when you have skin inflammation, it's usually a sign that you also have inflammation going on in your gut. So dietary changes and using certain supplements are massive tools for that. I feel better and fitter and more focused than I ever have. And it's it's from my brain functioning optimally to my body being able to lift more weights than I was able to do 20 years ago to looking better than I looked 15 years ago. And people just going like, oh, who haven't seen me in a few years, like my European friends are like, holy cow. Yeah, what, are you <laughs> what are you doing? Give us the secrets. Tell us a little bit about the supplement company and what supplements you guys offer or that people should start taking that may um, not be common knowledge. Certainly. So our company is called Spray Labs and I live in Los Angeles, but our a production facility, our lab, our team of scientists and our partner, Dr. Clive Spray are all in Phoenix, Arizona. And we're focused mainly on oral spray vitamins. The amazing thing about that is when you use oral sprays, it gets absorbed directly via your mucosa. So it goes into your system via the bloodstream immediately and starts working on your body. If you pop pills, you know, for a lot of us, it's not so 
pleasant to pop pills, plus a lot of the active ingredients get lost when you digest it. And there's certain supplements I'd recommend everybody take for sure, especially looking at what we're dealing with right now with the COVID pandemic, and that is a vitamin D. Most of us are deficient in vitamin D, and vitamin D is really special in that it in that it works on a lot of different biochemical things in the body. It really boosts your immune system. It makes sure that when you get a viral infection, if your vitamin D levels are adequate, the virus doesn't even get into your cells. So take vitamin D. It's crucial, especially in the times we live in right now. And for the same reason, I'd recommend vitamin C in combination with zinc, super effective against viruses, boost your immune system. We're not victims. You know, we don't need to live afraid. Make sure you have a really healthy working immune system. And a benefit of vitamin C and high dosing it also is get into beauty because I know we all care about that. Vitamin yeah, C. Like, hello. Yeah. Post all the beauty things. So vitamin C, you want to be taking a vitamin C because it helps your body to produce collagen. It's really a, an amazing antioxidant. It's great for anti-aging. I also recommend to take ubiquinol. Now what ubiquinol does, it's a basically precursor of coenzyme Q10. What it does, it feeds the mitochondria and the mitochondria are the energy creating reactors in that fuel your cells to yeah put it in, in very simple terms. And when your cells are fueled better, everything works better. Not only your detox pathways, but you also look better because it's highly anti-aging. So these are ad hoc, some of the supplements I really highly recommend but there's a whole host of things. And we, if you want to, we can get into that. I'm big, big, big into herbs, anything from the traditional Chinese medicine to Ayurvedic herbs. We have a treasure trove of herbs that are so anti-aging, so beautifying that I think everybody should know of. And they're available to us today yeah, where 500 years ago would have been impossible. Yeah. No, let's hear about those. I would love to hear that. So are these herbs, can you purchase them online? Do you go to a specific person? Like, how do we find them? So there, as with anything, your vitamins and your herbs, any type of supplement you take, make sure you know your source because not all vitamins, not all herbs are created equal. Uh, there's a bunch of different companies that I absolutely love and I'll, I'll give you some examples. So you can buy them online, most of them here in the U.S., something I highly recommend for anti-aging and skin beauty is goji berry in combination with schizandra. Now, goji and schizandra have been taken for thousands of years at the Chinese imperial courts, because not only do they inhibit the aging of the skin, they plump it up, they help the skin retain moisture as collagen and elastine building. And you can either take it in capsule form, in tincture form, or you can just buy the loose berries. And it's actually really delicious taking. You take a handful of goji, a handful of shizandra, equal parts, put it into maybe a liter of water and boil it for 20 minutes on a low level, just a simmer, bring it to a boil, let it simmer for 20 minutes and then let it cool off for another 10 minutes. It's tart and sweet tasting. It's absolutely delicious. It's one of the best infusions you can make for beauty. So I highly recommend that. For people who are not vegan like I am, pearl powder, hydrolyzed pearl powder is also a one of the best kept secrets of the Asian tradition for lustrous skin. And for those who do not want to do pearl powder, I recommend tremella mushroom. Okay. Tremella is absolutely 
number one for making your skin look beautiful and glowing. And keep in mind that these are cumulative. You'll have to take them for a while, for a few weeks, but it's good to take before and after pictures. Yeah, You will notice a difference. As far as companies that I completely trust with that, one of them is Dragon Herbs. You go to their website, dragonherbs.com. The owner, Ronti Garden, is a friend and the quality of the herbs they have is unparalleled. There's another fantastic company called Jing Herbs, G-I-N-G, and a company I particularly love for these types of herbs and is owned by dear friends of mine is Addictive Wellness. They sell these single loose herbs. They also have fantastic chocolates that are full of these herbs. Any beauty, uh, focus, uh, relaxation, immunity boosting ones, they're super delicious all organic, all vegan, all raw, and it's basically medicine for your body. So these are the top three companies for traditional Chinese medicine formulas and herbs that I 100% trust. Oh, amazing. So for someone who's wanting to start biohacking, because I feel like you have probably such an amazing routine, what does your day look like so that you're incorporating the biohacking throughout it? Because I feel like you have a full regimented schedule. I just feel it. I do. I do. And before I go into mine, which I'm super happy to share, I want to make sure that people understand that the more exotic sounding things that I may do are, is what I put on top of the basics, the basic pillars you want to take care of when you get into self-improvement. And if you want to get into biohacking are nutrition and sleep. You have to have a clean nutrition, whatever that is for you. For me, it's plant-based, but if you choose to eat animal products, make sure it's the cleanest of the clean and sleep. You have to have a good sleep hygiene because if you don't take care of these basic things and exercise, of course, these are the three pillars you got to take care of first and everything else comes on top. So for example, for myself, I do a lot of work with Europe. So my day usually starts early because of the nine hour time difference to LA. So, and I like to get some of my self-care in before I actually get into work. So quite a few days in the week, I'll get up at 5 a.m. I will make a, I'll get up and make a matcha tea. I love caffeine. I love my coffee, but I've noticed that coffee can really jack me up. Now, the reason why I love matcha, which is basically powdered green tea, but a very specific type of green tea, is you get all of the energy, but without the being edgy and without the crash. I love matcha. Do you have a favorite kind of matcha in a place that you buy it? You know, to be very honest, I order it online. There's all kinds of different matcha teas that I use for the consumption to drink. I like ceremonial grade matcha because it's the mildest and it's highest in actives. For cooking and baking, I'll just use a lesser grade matcha, you know, when you want to make your muffins or when you want to make a dessert. I usually have... Probably this is my fourth cup today. And you see the size of the cup. (laughs) It's literally the size of your face. I love that. No, that's amazing. I have not thought of, I've seen like matcha cookies and stuff. So I'll, I'll totally look up that specific type of matcha. If you feel like that's the best, the best out there. Yes. And so what I do with my matcha, I highly recommend this. 
Uh, well, and also you can do this when you drink coffee. So I use my matcha or my coffee in the morning as the basis to add medicinal mushroom powders in it because flavor-wise, texture-wise, it gets absorbed. So I make my matcha, I make my coffee, however I make it, and then I pour it into a blender. I personally use the Vitamix, but look, any Nutribullet or whatever you want to use will work. And for example, in this one, I've mixed in lion's mane mushroom, which is fabulous for brain function. And I've also mixed in a reishi mushroom. Now, reishi is called the mushroom of immortality in TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. It's extremely good for anti-aging. It feeds all three treasures. So they talk about three treasures in TCM and particularly Shen, which is the mind heart energy. So it helps you be really calm and really focused and look at things from a different angle. Uh, I love to use it before work. And I also added astragalus mushroom to this particular tea that I'm having here. Astragalus is super beneficial for athletes. I work out three times a day and it's also highly antiviral. So that's how I start my day with. And then I usually hop into the infrared sauna for at least half an hour. I can take my iPad in there, read some emails, do international news. And after I do that and warmed up my body, I also have a, a red light panel in there, red light therapy, which is fantastic for anti-aging, for also boosts your mitochondria. After that, I usually do half an hour uh, cardio on the treadmill. I don't run. I just walk at a very fast pace because that gets me into the fat burning zone. Then I usually do my first set of work. While I work, I may be using, <laughs> depending on what I'm doing, I have some devices here. This is a prototype. This actually stimulates your, <laughs> your oh, brain. What is, what is that? So this is actually something we've been developing. This is just a prototype. Via light stimulation, it influences your the way your brain works, your brain waves. I also you like to use a device in between that's called a Sensate. It's a device that's shaped like this. You place it on your vagus nerve, which is right below your sternum, just where the rib cage starts and opens up. It takes you out of fight or flight mode. When you stimulate the vagus nerve in a certain way, wow. you get into a very relaxed, focused state of mind. So that's something I will do in between work as well. It's like a refresh. And I do, so I said I work out three times a day, five that's days a incredible. week. incredible. Number one, I need to start getting on your level. I'm like, all right, I'm ordering the mushrooms. I'm like ordering everything. After this, I'm going to be like, mm, add to cart, add to cart. Okay, so this is your second workout of the day. Yeah, and I focus on, I've really gotten into weightlifting muscle work. I used to, just because it, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. But not only for that reason, to be slim and toned, but because it just... It really boosts the health of your overall system, you know, from your, your joints to, I used to suffer from back pain for pretty much most of my life. It's something genetic in my family, something with the discs, nothing helped. And then I started on a weightlifting program where the trainer actually also informed me that a lot of people who suffer from chronic back pain, it's actually because the butt muscles are not engaged enough. And look, I did yoga. I did a little bit of weightlifting on my own in the gym, not really knowing what I was doing. I did all kinds of stuff. But as soon as I started on that program that focused on toning the butt muscles, I swear, three days after my chronic back pain, which woke me up at night even sometimes, was gone. Wow. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. I started working out with a personal trainer in LA and I have a larger chest size and my back will hurt because of it. The more like 
leg work and butt work we've done, I've actually noticed a difference. So that makes so much sense to me. Right. And I mean, look at all the people who are taking pain meds for a condition like that or not able to enjoy their lives and do certain things. I mean, at some times I was walking through the house like, like yeah. a year old and there's such a simple solution for that. Just focused um, work and, and, and moving and training and growing muscles in a certain area. Uh, and wow, I, I couldn't believe it, you know, yeah. so that's become a big part of my life. It's, it's really also makes me feel good. And I usually get a, a second cardio in another 30 minutes, you know, I'm just, I'm just walking at a fast pace just so I develop a light sweat on my body just so I could not hold a conversation steadily. And look, I'm going to be on Netflix. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to be on Clubhouse. I'm going to do something else. And it passes so quickly. And when I do this regularly, I feel great. It's really, really fantastic. And yes. And I mean, if you came into my kitchen, you'd probably think I'm a crazy person. I have so many superfoods in there and supplements and it's just the way I love juices. It's just the way I live my life. I love it. So I continuously throughout the day, feed my body really nutrients, dense, whole foods and plant-based. Now look, I'm not always perfect. I'll have my cheat day once a week where I'll just eat all these processed vegan foods because yes. they're delicious <laughs> and all the cakes and cookies that I want. But, but, but I think when you make exceptions like that, your body's much better able to deal with it versus, you know, every day feeding yourself something that's really not that great for you. It, I can cram all kinds of processed foods into my body once a week mm-hmm. and I'll maybe be a little bit miserable for an evening, but I'll feel fantastic the rest of the week versus doing a little bit of not good food for me every day, I feel pretty much bad all of the week. So that's my way of my personal way of managing my cravings, yet 90% of the time living a really, really healthy lifestyle. That's amazing. No, I love all of that. And too, I love that like your workouts are super attainable for people or the additions with the matcha, with the walking. There's so many times even between meetings or on a meeting, if you're just listening that you can hop on, I have a little walking treadmill that's on my patio. And I didn't notice how much of a difference that makes. And also the non-negotiable walking. As long as you're walking at a pace that's like you are moving, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like so many people can start implementing that. You, you spoke on you know cutting back on animal products. Do you have advice for someone to eat less meat, but who loves a good steak or burger? Because I feel like the TVB babes are like, okay, maybe going vegan is something or maybe eating a little less meat. What are some hacks that you have? Oh, absolutely. I think, first of all, listen to your own body. There's some people who fare really great on making a huge lifestyle change just from one day to the other. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I used to eat so much meat. And for me, I switched to vegetarian nutrition about 13 years ago. And I switched to vegan six years ago. And it took me really a while. That was just best for my psyche. We got to remind ourselves, first of all, be gentle to yourself and gentle to your body. And you also got to realize that what you eat is not just what you put in your body, but it's tied to a lot of other things, psychologically, biochemically, psychologically, it's tied to certain experiences, certain traditions you may have with your family. It's tied to certain emotions 
emotions you also experience with these in these moments with your family or with friends. Maybe you have certain foods you eat when you're stressed. So that's, of course, another factor. And then biochemically, of course, your body's used to getting certain foods. So switching that, even though you might be eating foods that are better for you, will cause a reaction. So let's say you switch from a not so healthy diet to a very healthy diet quickly, you might actually experience something that's called a Herxheimer reaction, which is your body reacting to a massive detox. Because once you start putting a lot of really healthy foods into your system, mm -hmm. your body actually might start releasing toxins it has had stored for a long, long time in your body. Yes, you want to get rid of those toxins because over the long run, they could cause chronic illnesses. You don't want those, but you want to do, you want to release these toxins gently. So okay. I would recommend maybe you start with taking out one item first. For example, you could start with cutting red meat out of your diet and, you know, red, anything beef and pork, cut it out. And then you cut out chicken and then so forth. And then you cut out fish. For most people, this works really, really well. And the important thing is to not think about it as something where, oh, things are getting taken away from me. No, you're actually adding a lot of stuff to your lives. That's super amazing, super yummy, and it's going to make you feel good. And it's just about going with it the right way. I find very helpful to, now these are processed foods, of course, these are not whole foods, but when you still really have a taste for the texture and the flavor of meat, but you really don't want to eat animals anymore, I do, I think the, you know, pro meat replacement products such as the they're really tasty ones like the Beyond Burger. Uh, so good. I've had those and they're phenomenal. They actually taste like beef and it has the texture and everything. They're so delicious. And I mean, put those puppies on a grill, not just in a pan. They're all really good. Put them on a grill. They taste like the real thing. Oh, I love that. I need to do that. Where do you get a lot of your recipes from? Like, are you cooking? Do you have a meal service or like any kind of prepping hacks for people? Different things. So I love to cook. For me, it's really, really enjoyable. I know it's not enjoyable or also not doable for a lot of people on a daily basis because, hey, we're stressed. We got to work or maybe we just don't feel like it. So for people who don't enjoy it, I really recommend meal prepping. It's also something I do when I get on a really strict bodybuilding regimen because it's just easiest. You know, I know exactly what I'm going to eat every day. Mm -hmm. So you just take your Sunday, take two, three hours on a Sunday and then make maybe an hour or two shopping for all the ingredients. And depending on what you want to achieve, you know, there's fantastic meal plans that will be tailor-made to your needs that you can find online or on social media. And so just meal prep on a Sunday, it'll take you much less time. And then you just put it into Tupperware in the fridge and hey, and then you're ready and set go for the entire week, your breakfast, your lunch, your snacks, your dinner. It saves a lot of time. It's also very doable. You know, if you have a family, if there are up for it. And if you just do it for yourself, I find that a super helpful tool to stay consistent and also not get stressed with having to use up too much of your time for cooking and thinking about what you're going to do. So meal prep is definitely something I recommend. As far as brands, if you want to replace the texture and flavor of meat products and, and are okay with going with a little bit more processed foods while you're bridging the time from being a start out vegetarian or vegan to becoming fully immersed. I love, I love beyond brand. I love the impossible burger. It's super, super tasty. If you want to go for healthier versions, either make them at home. There's tons of good recipes out there. I mean, there's fantastic blogs like 
Oh, she glows. Uh, the minimalist baker, punk rock kitchen. There's so many great resources for vegan vegetarian recipes for free online. And uh, just make sure once you make sure you don't become a junk food vegan. Super easy. <laughs> I know. So interesting. I actually had a friend who was vegan, and she said she's like. It's funny. There's so many like boxed goods that are vegan. And like you think even gluten-free, like that idea that like, oh, just because it's gluten-free, it's better for you. Maybe you do feel better not eating gluten, but if you're eating all of the processed, like non-gluten products, they still have rice in them. They still have quinoa or whatever it is, like large amounts of that isn't great either. Excellent point and completely true. So I really try to reduce processed foods. I just feel better. And it's, you know, once you get the hang of it and also keep in mind your, your taste buds, how they perceive certain flavors is going to change. Now, maybe the first week or 10 days when you eat more plant-based foods and really focus on leafy greens and, and pseudo so-called pseudo grains like quinoa and others in order to avoid gluten. I try to stay gluten-free as much as possible. I'm sensitive to it. And I've really noticed my skin clearing up since I've done that many years ago. So you, you might first miss the, the taste of uh, processed foods. Keep in mind, these big companies that develop the processed foods, they have scientific teams that specialize on making you crave these flavors by cramming this stuff full with nasty stuff you don't want to have in your body. And it's mainly, you know, salts, sugars, fats, the combination of their thereof, and of course, then the chemical flavors. So give your taste buds a little bit of time to adjust. You will be surprised. I promise you, it's probably a week, 10 days. You're actually going to start tasting the real fat flavor of fruits and vegetables and other whole foods again. And it's going to blow your mind. When for me, if I go back and eat something processed every once in a while, after a few bites, I actually am like, yeah, that's enough. Cause it's just too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And too, I think it tastes chemically after I've noticed, like there'll be certain things that I eat and then I come back to them and I'm like, wow, that really tastes chemically. Or I could just notice my body like this weekend, we ate a lot of different foods that I do not eat, like deep fried things that normally is not in my, in my realm today. I can totally feel like my eyes are a little sunken and my face feels swollen. Like your body takes on like those actual effects and they show through your skin, your body, your digestive system, even how you're thinking. Like today, for example, I feel a little foggier because because of the food and probably a drink or two that happened. But all of that combined, like I really do feel like it impacts your overall like state of being. It completely does. And you know, it's a beautiful thing. Our bodies are actually great alarm systems for us. Everything you've described from the brain fog to the way you you perceive your looks different from normal, that's your body telling you, whoa, I'm having to work on something. And you you better treat me a little better now. What's really alarming though is I have, you know, I have a very eclectic circle of friends. Some of them are fully immersed in the health and wellness world and it's all Mm -hmm. about living your best and healthiest life. Others are, you know, they just love to party and drink and eat all the food. That's all good. Somewhere in the middle. I do notice with people who consistently lead a life where they're not fueling their body with the best things, their their bodies don't even react anymore. So for example, someone who starts drinking coffee because they love them at 12 and they do it five days a week. 
They don't yeah. even get drunk anymore, you know? Yeah. Their, their bodies are basically like, oh, okay, I'm not even going to tell this person anymore to stop because they're not listening anyways. I'm just going to focus on survival. You know? Yeah, no, 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 totally. Yeah, and too, like, I noticed, like, even now because of COVID, I drink so much, like, I'll have maybe, like, a drink maybe once a week, maybe mm-hmm. even every other week versus, you know, you'd be drinking if maybe a few times a week at dinner, have a few glasses of wine. Do you drink at all? And if you do, do you have any, like, I don't know, any, like, wines or maybe it's tequila or, like, some kind of healthier drink? Yes. I'm not a teetotaler. You know, I love to enjoy life. Because mm-hmm. after all, why do I want to live longer if it's miserable? I exactly. love it. <laughs> so yeah, I like to have a drink once in a while. I do like red wines. I, I love scotch. Give me a good single malt. And, and I mean, with scotch, of course, it's what I like about scotch is it's very... Uh, you know, wine has some sugar in it. Uh, scotch really usually helps me have a clear head also the next day. Something I want to say about wine that's really important and most people may not know. I've noticed years ago, whenever I go back to Europe, whether it's Germany where I was born or spend time in Italy and drink wine, you know, on a vacation and you drink yeah. more than you usually do, I feel great. I don't have a hangover. Why is that? It's not because I'm on a vacation. Now, the reason is, and I did not know this before a friend who's really into wine years ago explained it to me, in countries such as the US, South America, Australia, and South Africa, it is such that, you know, you don't have to declare on a bottle of wine what's in it. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I would assume, oh, it's fermented grape juice. Uh, no, tons of chemicals, all kinds of stabilizers and whatnot go into there. Now, the kind of a buzz that you feel when you drink an American non-organic wine, different for organic wines, but the kind of buzz you first feel when you drink a non-organic wine here in the U.S. is actually not the alcohol buzz, it's the chemical buzz. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. So when you drink wine, I would really suggest if it's an American wine, go for organic wines. It'll be much, much better for your system. If you want to watch your sugar, then go for clean, you know, sugar-free alcohols such as scotch. Some people like gin. Gin, for example, has been used and considered medicinal as a scotch, actually, for many centuries. And there's one thing I recently discovered and that I love. I'm probably playing a little mind game with myself here, and it's hard kombucha. Now, most of you- Okay, yes. I've, I've had some hard kombucha, and it's crazy. Like, for a long time, they didn't have to put that there was alcohol in there. And it was like the, like, I want to say, and I may be wrong on this, but like the last few years, they had to like change the label that they're like, no, actually, like there is alcohol in here. Because I was younger, and me and my mom would go to the store and get kombucha, and I'm like, I feel like a little buzzed. And she's like, me too. Like we always kind of laughed about it, but now it's on the label. And I'm like, why wasn't this there to begin with? Yes. And now they even have, have them where it's more of an alcohol volume in there too. Like the hard kombuchas, for example, Boochcraft is good if you want something that tastes similar to an ale. They have anything from five. 0.6% to 7 point some. My favorite brand is actually, it's called Wild Tonic. It's a women-owned company. It's all organic and they, they use wild honey to sweeten it. So delicious. And as a side note, so I'm not a teetotaler. I love a good drink and being social every once in a while. However, it's good to keep in mind that alcohol is, of course, a, a depressant. You know, that's how it works on 
on the body. And when you do drink alcohol, keep in mind that you're giving your liver, which is one of your main detox organs, a lot of extra work. So instead of doing what it's normally supposed to do, it will focus on getting rid of the toxin because alcohol is a toxin to the human body. So just keep that in mind. Enjoy, you know, a drink once in a while, or maybe even have a binger once in a while. But if you want to keep functioning optimally and also stay as vibrant and young and glowing as possible, just don't make it a regular habit. What do you personally want to be known for? I would personally love to be known for inspiring people living their best, most fulfilled life. That would give me real pleasure, like a pleasure from the inside out. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. I want to dive into, because we chatted, I want to say for like almost 20 minutes about this, even before the podcast started, but you're an advocate for animal rights and have worked with like the well-known huge organization PETA. What inspired you to do this work? You know, many years ago, I always thought about myself as somebody who loves animals. And I look, I was a huge meat eater. I wore fur. I, I had all my fancy, you know, big name leather handbags and such. And I met many years ago, I was on, at an event in, in Monaco. And I met a gentleman, his name, Dan Matthews. He was one of the figureheads of PETA. And we had a super nice, lovely, kind conversation about, he explained to me what he did. And there I was probably standing in a little fur jacket and my Gucci, <laughs> whatever. And he was so nice. And so, and probably I was eating some, I don't know, shrimp or oysters. And he was so non-judgmental and so kind. And he just suggested to me to watch some, you know, maybe watch some movies, read some books, because uh, I was like, yeah, I love animals. And it started to open my eyes. You know, you and I, uh, we've spoken about, you know, you're on the board of your, your mom's animal rescue, doing some fantastic work yourself. So you and I, if we sat at a street cafe together and we saw somebody kick a pigeon, you and I would probably get up, get yeah, shoot that person, <laughs> like, how dare you hurt this co-creature? Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, you know, before I turned plant-based and, and stopped consuming, buying certain products that are clearly linked to animal suffering, I, I would have kicked anyone in the behind who in front of me would have mistreated an animal. But through my consumer decisions, what I used my dollars and euros for, I actually enabled an industry that furthers animal suffering on a mass scale. So all of a sudden I was like, whoa, I say I love animals and I do, but my actions are not in line with my moral values. Wow. So first I was like, that's not a nice thing to discover about yourself. Yeah. And then so I started to make subtle changes and all the things that I care about, whether it's animal welfare, whether it's en- the environment, our beautiful planet that we live on, whether it's social justice, how people at the other end of the world are treated, health, individual health, but also societal health at large. All these things are connected. And one of the main things that they're all connected by and is, is food what we put on our plates. And this is something that I think is so powerful. The decisions that we make every day on how to fuel our bodies not only impact ourselves and our own lives, our family's lives, but the life of the entire human family and this planet. And I I realized, wow, I don't have to be a victim of the system. I can step out of it and I can go vote with my dollars for the kind of world I want to live in. Now, that may not mean for you that you go completely vegan, but maybe it means you reduce your consumption of animal products. Maybe it means you reduce your consumption of 
fashion items that you will need to replace in half a year anyways because they're not deemed cool anymore and just get that thought process started, you know? So it, it just really, it made me get back to pretty much the belief that I always held also as a child of wanting this world to be a, a fair and a beautiful place and with as free from suffering as possible. That's so amazing. No, I love all of that. I actually, you know, I've even thought about that. Okay, just less less of the animal products, whether that's cheese or meat, you know, just going for things that are organic, obviously, and where the animals are treated good. Even if, you know, at most of the time it's more expensive, but when you're buying better quality food, you feel better. You can taste the difference. And I think that you feel the difference in the end. Do you have any books or podcasts or different resources about vegan biohacking or maybe even some of the movies that he shared with you from PETA? Yes. So vegan biohacking specifically, I don't have that many resources because that is something that is pretty niche. (laughs) I know. I wondered, I was like, I wonder if we'll have anything, but yeah, it's like so specific. Even if there's like just general books that you're like, Hey, this is a wonderful place to start. Absolutely. And so for me, that was also why it was so important for me to also bring this forth in in, in my own podcast. I don't always talk about veganism and not all my guests are vegan because that would limit the scope of the wonderful people I can talk to too much. But it was for me so important to come forth with the vegan biohacking together because I feel there's a need for that because a lot of the biohackers still focus a lot on, on certain types of meats and animal products. But that aside, as far as veganism goes and getting into a plant-based life. There's fabulous, of course, animal rights groups such as PETA. If you go on the PETA website, you can find vegan starter kits. You know, they'll send you recipes. They'll tell you what to watch out for. The Humane Society is, is fantastic. There's an initiative called Veganuary. And I mean, they're all about, you know, the, January is the month when you can try going vegan. You can do anything for 30 days. Their website is also full of resources. As far as biohacking goes. There's a lot of fantastic people out there. I mean, there's people that I follow, for example, like Dr. Rhonda Patrick and found my fitness.com. She's fantastic. She's very sciencey, high, highly educated, super smart woman. I like Ben Greenfield a lot. Ben Greenfield. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. His book Boundless that just came out within the last year is super detailed, super, I mean, this, this man is just uh, such a, a treasure trove of knowledge. Obviously, uh, most of you who may be acquainted with biohacking would know Dave Asprey and his Bulletproof podcast and also his conference. His conference is coming up next. It's now called the Upgrade Conference. He always has fantastic speakers and his website is also a fantastic resource to get started on biohacking. I mean, there's other people who may not be physical biohackers, but they really help uplift your spirit and the mission of your life, which I also consider, in a sense, biohacking. Lewis Howes, the School of Greatness. Yes, I love the School of Greatness. I love him and I love Ed Milet. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Okay, he's so, he's just very like inspiring. I love the guests that he brings on. You should totally check out Ed Milet's podcast. It always like peps me up afterwards. You know, like I can take on the world, but I love Lewis Howes. I've listened to him a few times and each time you go on there, you're like, wow. Like you just feel like you've always had a really great takeaway. Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, for a vegan 
health and well health. Dr. Joel Kahn, he's actually also been a guest on my podcast. He is known as America's healthy heart doc, and his motto is sprouts instead of stents. He himself has been vegan for the last 40 some years of his life. Wow. He has actually reversed heart disease in many of his tens of thousands of patients uh, by putting them on a plant-based diet. He is absolutely fabulous, good to follow. Another one who's great to follow, especially in the spiritual realm, is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Love and respect the man. Yeah, so these are some of my uh, go-tos, some of the people I love listening to what they do, and they really also inform and broaden the scope of my world. Thank you so much for that. I feel like you're just literally a wealth of knowledge. I'm like, can I just hang out with you all day? (laughs) I want to add, (laughs) I'm like, I need to go back and listen to this because I want to write down everything and we'll include everything in the show notes so everyone can go shop, especially the specific places or the podcast that you mentioned. And that way it's easy for all the listeners. But I want to thank you so much for coming on. Can you let our TBB babes know where to find you and to follow you? Absolutely. So if you want to learn more about biohacking and how to optimize your life on all levels, you can find me on my podcast. It's the Superhumanized Podcast on Apple or all the other big platforms. And the website is super easy. It's superhumanized.com. Drop me a line there. If you want to connect on Instagram, it's just my name, Ariana Summer. The same goes on Facebook and Twitter at Clubhouse. You can find me at Ariana Summer as well. And I'm happy to answer anyone who has any questions and guide them in the right direction. It is my pleasure to help people elevate their lives. I, I firmly believe when you uplift yourself, you uplift the rest of humanity. And the better each individual feels, the better for humanity as a whole. Well, thank you so much for your time. I just have like, I feel so happy and so alive after this podcast. TBB babes, thank you so much for tuning in, for hanging out with us. We had a ball and we will see you guys next Thursday. Ta-ta for now.